What's up guys, Zhuang here for another episode of the Straw Hats amazing, incredible, unexplainable, completely unpredictable and bloody hot adventure. Today I will be talking about the last three weeks once more. Yes, alright, crucify me. I'm sorry, here's the thing. Once uh, it's Monday and it's one week since I recorded uh, sometimes I'm like not in the mood at all or something bad happened in the day and I know that's completely my fault I'm not excusing myself giving any sort of excuses I'm just explaining what happened basically uh, my head was kind of a mess these last three weeks because of adapting to living by myself many problems happening on the way so I postponed uh, recording it and when it got to two weeks I thought, you know what, I've done three weeks before, so I have so much stuff to record right now that I'll just leave it for the next week that I'll be feeling better. Well, you know what, I am feeling better. I really am. I did not know that that was going to happen, but I did. <laughs> so today I am going to record every single thing about these last three weeks and so much happened. Honestly, like since... I last recorded, I, I've done so much stuff. I've been so many places, and uh, I thought that I recorded more, <laughs> but I stopped in like in when I was fixing the car, like in near Madrid or something like that, and that's exactly when the adventure started for me. So basically, these three weeks that I'm gonna be talking about is basically me adjusting to a life on my own which I did which I did yeah now I'm I'm living normally uh, by myself I've got used to it right and yeah every single day I learn more I get more self-sufficient so you know what let's get on with it shall we after I fixed my car I went to this place called Los Pilones which was supposed to be the sickest six the place number six of the most amazing places in spain right and i thought i was just gonna get there it was a friday i think it was a thursday actually it was yeah it was a thursday i uh i got there uh thursday night i was gonna sleep there then visit los pilones the next day in the morning and then go to the next one right that's that was my plan and when I got there, I was like super fucking, it was not a good day because I don't know what, what happened. I can't remember right now, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be anything super big, but I wasn't having such a good day. Uh, it was a difficult night to sleep. So the next day I woke up ready for the adventure and then I paid for, for, the, uh, for the parking place that I was staying. And the girl that was there, like, taking care of all the parking fees and stuff, uh, told me that there was a swimming pool nearby. And there was this girl that was uh, taking care of it. And then I went there. It was literally, like, by the side of where my van was parked, <laughs> honestly. And I went there, and I thought, like, oh, a swimming pool. is going to be so many people. But it was just this girl who was taking care of the swimming pool. And the two guys won the swimming pool. So I just stayed there for a while. It was before the adventure. I just thought, you know what? What the hell now? I'll just go for a jump. And then I'll go for the adventure. Uh, 
So I did that, got out, didn't do much speaking, went for the adventure. It was an amazing adventure, honestly. Not the adventure itself. This time it wasn't the journey, it was the destination. Because Los Pilones is basically a rock formation kind of river thing that it's a river, right? It's a river. Water flows from top to bottom, but it flows in small lakes, right? Water goes down, becomes part of a small lake, goes down, becomes part of another one. And the water is transparent. It's beautiful. It's like the, mo the, the body of water that I wanted the most to just chill there. It was, oh my God, you know, just by watching it, you want to jump, you know? And it was so hot, bloody fucking hot. Uh, and this was from Aduda, right? And this was the start of me suffering from hot weather, which I am still doing right now. Anyways, came back from the adventure. It was amazing. Um, then I went for the swimming pool back because it was only going to close at 8 p.m. And I was and I arrived like 6.30. So I went there. And uh, there were more people there, younger people, like 17 to 24 or something like that. Actually, 17 to 21, maybe. And then I just sat down, took my book, you know, and just stayed there, posted the, started posting the stories that I had from the adventure. And then the girl who was sitting there, who was uh, taking care of the swimming pool, she asked if I wasn't going to swim. So we started talking and then she realized I wasn't from there. Because uh, my Spanish just gave it in. <laughs> you know, she found out like instantly. And then we talked about like, oh, from Brazil. And I started talking. Her name was Azara. She became a little sister. Fucking love you so much. I really miss you. My hermanita. And uh, she was she was 20, 21 or something like that. And her dream was to become a civil civil guard in Andalusia, which is where I am right now. And she loves horses so so she wanted to to be a civil guard but related to horses i don't know exactly what that is but it's kind of like that and yeah so her two friends yelena and alba were in the swimming pool and uh, jose was there as well with, with another guy that i don't remember who it was uh i ended up knowing all of them later but for now i didn't know who they were they were and then, like, I, I was, like, talking to Azara for a while, and then uh, Yelena and Alba left the swimming pool. And they started talking to us there. It was pretty cool. Uh, we really bonded, all of us together. And uh, Yelena, which is very close to my heart, fucking love you, girl. Uh, One Piece fan. One Piece fan. She looked at my Instagram and was, was like, oh, that's from One Piece, right? And I'm like, what? Are you a fan? So we took a picture. You can see it in, uh, in my Instagram. We took a picture, me and her, with, uh, and she was wearing the straw hat. And um, they, they invited me to hang out that night. It was a Friday night. But before that, I met uh, some other people from my family from Herte, uh, which was the name of the, of the town that was uh, Los Pinones was nearby. And it, it's like probably right now the town that is most closely to my heart in Spain. And these people are Susana and Jesus. They are like my mother, my big brother, my big sister from Herte. And uh, I just miss them so much. They, they took care of me a lot there. We went for a drink. And you know, when they just really welcome you into the group, it, it, it's unexplainable. You know, they really like you. They really want you to be there. 
Uh, they gave me a box full of, of cherries, which is still here. And I'm eating them sometimes. And yeah, so I hanged out there on Friday. And then Yelena couldn't go to, couldn't hang out in the bar that day. So I decided I was going to stay for one more day so I could hang out with all of them. I mean, why not, right? Like, I don't know when I'm going to see them again. So one more day, this is freedom. Freedom is to do whatever you want, whenever you want, right? Uh, do not create these mental cages that are going to block you from living amazing experiences that are healthy, you know, like contact and relationship with new and amazing people close to your heart. So stay there. Uh, me and Yelena, we uh, really bonded. We had a thing. Uh, uh, she She really like stole my heart for that night <laughs> and I really miss her. Um, yeah, um, we hanged out on, on Saturday. It was pretty cool. Everyone was there, played darts. Then they they showed me all about the town. Like they left and they, uh, they left the bar and they walked with me all around, showed me everything. Not much to see because it was so small, but you know, the gesture greatly appreciated. But enough about about this town because I'm gonna make this podcast so fucking big if I keep doing this if I keep talking about it so let's move on right I left uh I left Herte went for the seventh most amazing place in Spain which is a place called Meandro de Melera uh, or something like that I oh I can never tell the real name Meandro de Del I can say but then Melera Melera Medera whatever I don't I never remember and trust me I've done it like 30 times uh, I went there. It was a nice place. It was like uh, a half island, you know, kind of peninsula, small peninsula kind of thing where the river would just flow around. And the nicest thing about this place it was because it was the the river divided two regions of Spain, which was Castilla y Leon and Estremadura, right? And then, okay, that was it. Uh, fucking bloody hot, by the way. I just stayed there for this day uh and moved on uh, i was really like from from when i left heritage to when i got into uh uh tarifa which i'm going to talk about it i i was like oh actually civilian civilian uh my mood was just going down because i, I was living by myself and i felt lonely uh, i still haven't got used to it you know and a lot of things went wrong. The energy wasn't enough for me to work. And so I had to buy one more solar panel. I had to buy one more battery. So, yeah, many problems. I was dealing with it all by myself. Kind of sucked, right? So I went, I left um, this place, went back to Placencia, which Placencia was the place that I went first before going to Herte and I kind of like went around Herte, uh, Meandro de Melero and back to Placencia. And then from Placencia, I went south to, and, and this moment, like I had no internet from my phone and from uh, the real internet. So it really sucked, you know? Um, I had nothing then. It was like the bottom of the, the sewer or whatever you can, you say. And then, I went down to Cáceres, which was 
the place where I put I left the van there to to get fixed again because honestly it, it, it got overheated once more so I left it there they changed the water from the coolant place and put coolant uh, from the radiator and put coolant and then they told me that nothing was wrong but they cleaned it up and now the car has been all right for almost three weeks the car has been working okay i've learned how to drive it because now i have to not only check the fuel and the velocity but also the temperature of the car and i've developed a few techniques on how to cool it down when it's getting too um warm you know so i've been able to deal with this and the more time that i have experience on it the better right so uh cassidy's i spent one day in a hostel it was, I was very impressed by Cassidy's. It look, it seemed like I was in another century, because apparently Cassidy's is the third most preserved old town in the, in, in Europe. Like there's a there's a there's old Cassidy's, which is basically just stuff from old, uh, from from like the past. It's amazingly beautiful. If you have have the chance, go look, uh, go go check it out. It was nice to spend the day in a hostel. Uh, there was the day that I answered some questions to Instagram and I answered them from the bottom of my heart. I told them about how um, I was like, my parents were still helping me out financially and how uh, sometimes I, I also thought that I, I also thought that I might fail every day, but that didn't get me to stop. I'd never thought of giving up, you know, never, ever. But there are these voices always in our head, right? That are telling you, it's not gonna go right. You're gonna fail. You know, you're going to run out of money. No one was going to want to become like part of your crew. And that really affected me. This voice in particular because of Artie leaving and all the reasons that Artie left. And uh, it took me a while. It was only in Sevilla where I came to terms with the fact that Artie left not because of me, but because he was already planning to leave. And then he might have used me as an excuse to make it easier for him to leave. Right, of course, my actions might have affected, but it, it was definitely not the main reason, and that I can be sure of. Right, um, and that gave me some peace of mind. But I'm let me get there. Uh, so I went from Cassidy's, uh, my van was alright, so I went from Cassidy's directly to Sevilla. In Sevilla, the first thing that I did was going around the town. I went from from all, I went to all the Leroy Merlin stores there, and it was like a triangle. Uh, around the city because I went to the first one right looking for a solar panel 185 watt uh, 24 volt uh, and a battery mm -hmm. 240 ampere hour right I couldn't find it the first one I did find the battery in the first one but then the guy told me that it was part of a pack that came with an inverter in the solar panel so I'm like I don't need that you know I, I cannot there's no reason for me to get that because I don't need an inverter I don't need the solar panel with a different solar panel so I went to the to the next to Leroy Merlin, the south of the city. The first one was in the west. So I went to the south of the city. And there, they had nothing. <laughs> they had nothing. So I had a therapy session there, right, in the parking spot. And, and my therapist, Olavo, one of the wisest guys that I know and a very dear friend to me, came, let, let me help me out to, uh, coming to terms with the fact that RT left. Uh, because he had his own reasons to leave, right? And that shouldn't affect me or my confidence or my self-esteem 
of who I am and what I've done so far and what I want to achieve, right? Because I am really doing my best, right? And if, honestly, like, I am the kind of person that it really has to come to extreme situation for me to want conflict because I am super conflict averse. I never go for conflict. I don't like conflict, but I will tell, like, if it gets to extreme points, I will do what needs to be done. I will tell what needs to be told, right? And I do that. It, it, it does that. And if it, if it happens, it means that something extreme happened and it needs to be discussed, right? And that's what happened with RT in my, in my, uh, in my mind, okay? So... And I don't regret anything that I that I've done for RT, right? I sometimes I had a heavy mind, but I've never been insulting to him or anything like that. So I don't regret my actions, you know. Um. So, anyways, came to terms with that. Uh, start started stopped beating me up because of the the fact that he left, and went for the next Leroy Merlin, which was in the west of the city, with a much clearer mind. On this situation and there I found the there was only one 185 watt solar panel it was behind all the other solar panels I just identified it because of the side of the box and then I'm like hey can you help me out can I see that solar panel there and he was the one in the third store and then I told and I asked him hey do you also have the 240 ampere hour battery here and the guy said you know what let me check um, no we don't have it here but let me check if they have it on another store and they did have in another store, in the first store that I passed, the, the West store. And then I told him, but can you confirm that it's just the, the battery? Because I don't need a pack. I just need the fucking battery. I didn't say that because why would I? He was polite to me. He was a nice guy. And then he said, yeah, they only have, they have the battery there, individual. So I went back there and the guy was already waiting for me. So I got everything that I needed in Sevilla. Um... And that was like a division in my mood, a division in everything. Like it was the moment when I stopped, my mood stopped going down and started improving in the trip to the moment that I am now. Much more clear mind, much more healthy, uh, m much less unhealthy habits and more healthy habits. Just in general, more confident about living alone in my van more productive and all that right but that's a process it's still increasing but anyways i left sevilla and went to the coast to the atlantic coast of spain which i thought i, was, I wasn't going to see again but i went there because it was the closest place that they might had a, have had a shower you know uh because there are showers in all beaches at least that's my experience so i went there there was a shower there spent the night took a shower the next morning, uh, I filmed everything that I could step by step of how I, I set up the solar panel, the third solar panel on top of my van. And after I did that, I had so much energy, so much energy. I still do. Like it gets to 14 ampere. And that allows me to use the computer and the fridge and everything like throughout the day without the, the, the battery going down from 99%. All right. And I still left the, the old battery there. I ended up changing it eventually, like three days from there, from then. Uh, and this new battery, I was hoping that it was going to work fine. And it did for two weeks, with one week and a half. Because just recently, 
it's started like behaving like the old one and i don't know what i did wrong honestly because this time i treated it the same way that i read everything on the internet tell me and, and i researched not only one website but many and they always tell me that agm batteries you you can never let them above 14.8 percent uh 14.8 volts but that you should you should overcharge them them more than 99 percent so keep them between the 12.7 volt which is 99 percent and once it's 99%, obviously it's not going to increase in charge, but it increases in voltage. And you should leave it increasing in voltage until, until it hits 14.8. And then you disconnect it. And that's what I did. But I don't know why. It started behaving like the other one. Just like discharging very quickly. Good thing is, I have another battery that I can connect in parallel. And that's going to give me twice the charge that I have right now. And I haven't done that yet, but I will. But anyways, Sevilla was a beautiful, beautiful place. I ended up in this park called Parque Maria Luisa, which had this amazing, amazing, amazing uh, square called Europe Square, uh, Spain, Spain Square. And you just, I cannot explain, but it was like all, everything in this park had Moorish architecture because south of Spain, Andalusia, you know, very Arabic. And it's something that I've never seen my entire life. It's crazily beautiful. You just have to see it. Go to my Instagram page right now. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. Right? But anyways, left Sevilla, went there, uh, put the solar panel on. Then I moved down to the place that I wanted to visit the most. Uh, first place that I wanted to visit the most, that I really wanted to visit since I left Brazil, which was the southest part of Spain. And why is that? Because that's where the Gibraltar... Strait of Gibraltar is located, which is the channel between uh, the, the, the the channel that connects the Atlantic Ocean with the Mediterranean Sea, and it's such a narrow, relatively speaking, such a narrow channel, uh, only like fifteen to twenty kilometers from Morocco, Africa, and you can see the mountains of fucking Africa from Spain, which got me so fucking emotional, so fucking emotional, I can. I can't even explain. It was incredible. It was absolutely breathtaking, right? And Tarifa, just, there was so much wind, like more wind than I've ever experienced in my entire life, that during the first night, I actually thought that someone was hitting my door. <laughs> Honestly thought that someone was banging my door, you know? And um, that's why Tarifa was actually like colder than... Because Sevilla, it was Sevilla was okay. I didn't talk about it, but all my way from Castries, like even like Estremadura up there, uh, Herte, all, all the way from Herte to Tarifa, I've been dying of like overheating myself. Forty-three degrees, it was normal during the night. You couldn't even breathe. It was crazy, crazy, crazy fucking hot. That I had to wet my bed with water. I swear, I had to wet my bed with water to make it sleepable because it, it was impossible. The bed was burning hot, right? So when, when I got to Tarifa, I was surprised because the temperature was actually perfect. You winded so much that the temperature went down to 25. So it was actually perfect to sleep in the night. I didn't even get, uh, get any warm or hot or anything like that. So the next day I spent in Tarifa, I did some work, uh, you know, um, Spent the day there. It was pretty cool. I don't remember what I did that day, but 
what I remember is I went to the club in the night because I wanted to see what the night was like, right? And I ended up so so I was in a cigarette that I uh, that I bought. I, I don't like smoking cigarettes, uh, commercial cigarettes, straight. I like rollies, right? The ones that you roll. And uh, I didn't have that, so I bought the the lightest commercial one. And I did not have a lighter, so I just I just stay there, uh, laying on the wall outside of the club with cigarette in my mouth. And then this guy came out, and he asked for a lighter, and I'm like, "Sorry, bro, I don't have one." And he was like, "Me neither." Do you want to look for one together? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. So we started talking. His name was Pablo. And <laughs> fucking hell. We, okay. Our friendship started there. And then it got better when he told me that he was a One Piece fan. He recognized my Zoro earrings. That's how of a one, how much of a One Piece fan he was. Oh my God. It was, it was, he was like the nicest person ever. He still is. He's alive, right? Uh, and we just talked, talked, talked. And it was a natural conversation. It wasn't forced. Then he invited me naturally and genuinely invited me to hang out with his friends. I ended up meeting all of them. Um, Pablo, uh, with the, Pablo is, is is one of his friends, the sweetest guy ever. You know, just the person that you know. It's a good guy. Very tall, very tall. You can find him in any club. Uh, there is uh, uh, Jose, which we call him Haka. And Jose is also a huge One Piece fan. Also, uh, uh, The Office fan. Huge The Office fan. He looks a bit like Jim. And Jose, actually, a friend of his showed my profile to him before he met me. And he's one of the, those guys who, who's ADHD. And has his moments of, like, super enjoying. But then also his moments of just not wanting to talk. Just chilling there. And... Yeah, we got. I, I got along with all of them. And then there's Marcos, right? Marcos is like the life of the party. He's super religious, but he doesn't seem like that. He's the life of the party. And he's always like super in a, like a high mood. And he just makes everyone laugh, right? And it's like one of those groups where everyone has their own personality and they all complement each other. But they're all amazing people that welcomed into the, me into the group and invited me to the next day go for a beer in the beach where there's going to be a party going on. So, uh, we became a family there in Tarifa, right? So, Tarifa and Herte are for sure the best places in Spain for me right now because that's where I met both of my families from Spain, right? And they all rode on my van. They all, I could not have the opportunity pass. And, yeah, so I was planning on staying on Tarifa the next day doing some content, but Obviously, just like Herty, I did not do that. I stayed there for the whole weekend with them. And then on Sunday, I did what I had to do, which was the content, right? And then I will have to admit, doing content started to get uh, a bit overwhelming to me because I had and I still have to be in, in Bavaria by the beginning of August. And now it's almost like the end of July. And I've been doing content every day, been, been traveling every day, and it's been overwhelming. And the fact that my money is also running dry, get it was getting me into a very, very um, bad mental state in, in, in a way that I was kind of, fuck, like I, I was like getting uncontrolled in my mind, having very bad days, you know. 
And also because, you know what? I'm gonna just say it. I've been addicted to porn for 15 years of my life, right? And it was only recent that I figured out that porn has been the main source of most of the bad things that happened to my mind. Insecurities, social anxiety, and people out there that meet me are probably not gonna see that I'm socially anxious because I can talk to anyone at any time. But when it comes to actually approach a girl in a club, I get super anxious, right? And I sexualize most of my encounters with girls and that's not what I want to do. You know, I just want to have real like nice conversation with them as people to people. And I, I've realized that porn has made my brain work like that. So for the past few weeks, uh, for, the, for, the, for the last week, which was when I figured out that that was the reason I stopped porn completely, stopped masturbation and all that kind of stuff. And um, I plan to get rid of that forever in my life, right? Because now I know that this was the cause of all these kind of stuff, you know, because there are no benefits to do this, to doing this, right? So anyways, that was also one of the reasons why my mind was in a bad mental state because it was abstinence, right? Because porn is the worst drug ever. And it's the most dangerous. So I've been like that, getting better right now, starting to feeling the benefits of a porn-free life, and been very health healthy lately. Exercise every day, meditation every day, no porn, no bad habits, and I plan and I will continue doing this. Of course, I cannot for sure guarantee there are not going to be any relapses in the future, but. I'm only human. If relapses happen, I shouldn't beat myself too much because here's the thing. You should learn from it in an objective way. Why did I do it? What caused it? What was the trigger? And then you don't start from, from day zero. You start from the day that you relapsed with more information, with more wisdom on how to be better next time, right? So I'm starting a very long and difficult process of rehabilitation, of rewiring my brain so I can become the best version that I can be because I can never be the captain of an amazing crew that's going to change the world if I, if I cannot be captain of my own mind. So this is where the, the, the change starts. And from now on, now on, I guarantee I'll do everything that I can to be hitting a higher roof every single day. All right? So... After Tarifa, I went to Gibraltar, and in Gibraltar, I spent one day there. Gibraltar is a, is a British overseas territory, so it's connected to Spain. It's also it's the reason why the Strait of Gibraltar has its name. It's very near Tarifa, and it is like a half an island with a huge rock, right? You can see some of the pictures in my Instagram, and it is... Very beautiful from up there. I did some climbing, did some mm -hmm. hiking, content and all that. And it was very beautiful. I got there, I got up there and I found monkeys there. I swear. It's like a monkey paradise on top of the rock in Gibraltar and didn't know that. And yeah, it, it was like I almost get attacked, but then I I I have a pretty nice video of, the, of uh, me talking to them in Instagram I posted it today, I think. And yeah, it's been uh quite the adventure right 
So Gibraltar content, then the left is Gibraltar, and I went to uh, a place called Tajo de Ronda. And all these places, right? Tarifa and Gibraltar, no, but Tarifa and Tajo de Ronda, they are all part of the most amazing places in Spain. And then did some content in Tajo de Ronda, it's like a bridge. A uh, beautiful bridge with cliffs, and I took a shower there in one of the one of the lake, one of the the rivers. Then didn't do much there. Left, went for Caminito del Rey, which was a very nice hike, actually, very nice hike. Cost me ten euro, but it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I was having bad days then. I was having bad days in Tahoe de Honda, you know. And then I went to what was the name of the place? Oh yeah, the place that I was yesterday, El Torcao de Antequera, right? And this is like a mountain that you climb and up there, they're like rock formations, very beautiful. It's like a paradise for rock jumpers. And I am one of, uh, I'm, I'm a one hell of a rock jumper. I love doing it, I'm good at it. And it was just paradise, just jumping from rock to rocks, climbing, bouldering. It was tr truly great. It, it really increased my mood because I was having a bad day, but that, that adventure increased my mood and it, it got it snowballed with my uh my good habits and now I'm, i've been having good days so far right good productive days and i figured that uh if i can have a like a like checklist of my tasks during the day i will be more much more pr productive and i will not have like i will not feel overwhelmed so i did that i right now i have content for the next seven days three three reels a day which is good uh, left there, came here to, not here, right now I'm in the place that I'm going to talk about, but the next place from El Torcal de Antequera is the second place that I really, really wanted to visit, uh, next to uh, Tarifa, really, really wanted to visit, which was the, the place where my great-grandfather was registered when he was born. Yes, I am part Spanish, have a Spanish passport, 25% in my blood. And my great-grandfather came from here, right? He came from Cabra del Santo Cristo, which is a small town, should I say village, near, uh, near where I am right now, 15 kilometers. So I went there. I thought he was born there, but then he wasn't. And my goal there, which was yesterday, was to go to the town hall and ask if they had any documents about him. Uh, unfortunately, they, the place that they had the documents wasn't open, right? And it was only going to be open like in, in two days, in, in like Wednesday. So I don't have time for that. I really need to keep moving one place a day. So I left uh, and went to this place where I am right now. It's called Larva, right? And this is like the smallest, smaller town than the uh, smaller village than Cabral de Santo Cristo has only 480 uh, people living in. And this is actually the place where my great-grandfather was born. I'm looking right now to one of the, the landscapes where he probably looked at a hundred years ago. Now, I never met my great-grandfather. I never did. And maybe if I did, I don't remember at all about him. If I did meet him, he was like one year old or something like that. I don't remember at all. 
And, but I did meet my grandfather, right? And my grandfather has been one of my greatest friends uh, growing up when I was a boy. Um, he had this farm in Iporã, two hours and a half from my Maringá, my birth town. And I used to go there. He used to take me all places. I used to help him out with everything, feeding the cows, um, building fences and stuff, going to waterfalls. It was amazing. I, I love to go there. We used to go at least once a year. Um, it was like the place that I have the most nostalgia about. It was like Peace, literal peace, like translated into a place. And still miss it a lot, so much. And my, my, my grandfather, unfortunately, passed away in 2012 when I was having an exchange program in New Zealand. And I wasn't able to say goodbye to him. But I'm sure, you know, I, I don't believe in God. And I probably said that in here already. I'm not religious, but if there is anything out there, and if he's watching me right now from somewhere, I'm sure he would be very proud of me for being the first member of the family to come back to his origins, to where his father once was born. And I cannot help but feel so fucking emotional to be fulfilling this dream of mine for a few years to come back to where my family came from and right now right now while recording this podcast I am here I'm here a hundred years of history 120 actually because he was born in 900 in, in, in 1902 120 years of history this cycle right now has been completed. And with that information, I will end this podcast letting you guys know that a few things in life make me emotional. Like history-wise, family-wise, but if there's one thing that will bring you emotions is going back to where your family was from where they were born. So if you ever have the chance in life to do that, go for it. And trust me, you are going to feel amazing. So that's it for today, guys. I hope I can see you in the next week. Uh, keep fucking going, all right? And do the things in life that have some value, that make you feel emotional in a healthy way. Always seek healthy habits because Instant gratification might feel good in, in that moment, but it will ruin your whole life. So keep healthy, keep going for your dreams, and keep living a life of no regrets. Jeez.